Welcome to another Mother Runner. This is Sarah in Portland. And this is Dimity in Granby, Colorado, elevation 8,000 feet, Sarah Bolton Shea. Oh my gosh, I would need my supplemental oxygen up there. You know I would. (laughs) It is a little, it's challenging. I got to say, I'm at my mom's house um, for the New Year's. She is traveling. She and my stepdad are traveling. So my family and I are on dog duty. And you would think, oh my God, you would think that my dog, her dogs are her children. I mean, they kind of are, right? Oh yeah, I remember that from being at your mom's house. They are eating. They're moping. They're like, where's my mom? They go and like look at her side of the bed and she's not there. I'm like, oh, come on. Kibble is kibble. A walk is a walk. Come on, you guys. Let's go. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. So, so Dim, I understand that for the first time ever, you have a can of courage, uh, so to speak, by your side. Oh, yes. Well, it's not a can. It's actually a bottle. Oh, it's a bottle. Okay. Um, So let me me preface this. It's 4 o'clock on Wednesday. So we're heading into New Year's Eve. Mm -hmm. So that's tomorrow. And then New Year's, obviously, on Friday. Um, And today I got up at um, 6.30 and gathered my courage, turned on my, went and started my car. It was like negative four. My mom lives in kind of this, um, it's kind of a... uh, I went a community, I guess. I mean, it's part, it's, it's, it's all part of like a little, a a development. Yes. A little, uh, and it's part of a ski basin or a ski area called ski Granby. And so because they live in development, they have access to this little tiny lodge, which has a little tiny jib in it. And, um, there's two treadmills in there. So I was like, okay, I haven't really worked out in a couple days. I need to get a workout in. So I go start my car. I mean, it's, you know, completely frosted over. So I have to, you know, crank the de- crank the back uh, defroster, crank the front defroster, go in for about 10 minutes, try to get the dogs to eat. They won't eat. They're mopey. I'm like, <laughs> screw you guys. All right, I'm going to, to exercise. Um, get down to the gym and like there's like a little key card. The key card works. Like that'll click, uh-huh. but the door is locked. Oh. I have no idea what the lodge hours here. That's, that's the first time that's ever happened to me. Mm-hmm. And I was just so... I mean, I wasn't angry because you can't really be angry, but I was just kind of like, oh, you know, like this is not how my day is going to start. I'm not going to motivate and then not be able to go. Um, But the good news is is that I was up and then ready to go. And um, I've been working all day kind of frantically on um, trainlikeamother.club, which Mm -hmm. opens, oh oh gosh, in about five days. (laughs) It's not five (laughs) days, six days. I don't even know. Um, It is very frantic, this website development thing, especially over the holidays. But um, today I was just, I got really excited about it. I mean, I've always been excited about it, but you know, like when you're like, it's kind of like when you're like mile 10 of a half marathon, you're like, okay, I'm going to make it and it's going to be good. Like it's going to be hard these last three miles, but, but I got this, you know, and that's kind of what I feel like. I feel like I've put in all the work or we have both put in all the work and now it's time to just like hang in and push and push and push until Monday. So as a result, I've been working on that all day long. Um, I did get in, so I knew I needed to kind of like calm myself, center myself and simultaneously kind of rev myself up for this podcast because it's going to be an awesome one. Mm -hmm. So I did a little stair circuit here in my mom's house. She's got a nice flight of stairs. So I did that for 45 minutes. Wow. Climbed stairs for five minutes, came down, did two minutes of of strength training, up for five. Yeah, my legs are going to feel it tomorrow. (laughs) I haven't done that kind of work. You are so resourceful. That's amazing, Dimity. I'm impressed that you were able to do it for 45 minutes because I feel like on workouts like that, like time, it's like, Oh no, only seven minutes have gone by. I thought for sure it was going to be 20. 
Yeah, well, that's why you break it up. Five minutes of stairs, uh-huh. five minutes of stairs, and then two minutes. Five minutes of stairs, two minutes. And then I, uh, you know, nerdy me, but I break it up by running up the stairs, walking up the stairs, taking the stairs two at a time, you know, just kind of, you know, getting little patterns going. Because the, the, the problem with going back down to the treadmill, I'm sure that little ranch house is open, but so is everybody and their mother skiing. It's at the ski hill. So, like, I could go down there, but I wouldn't get a parking spot. So. Oh, no way. Oh, that's, that's bogus. So, oh. so, yeah, so I got my endorphins going, and now I have my Shiner Bach next to me. Cheers. Nice. nice. I just cheers the microphone in case you heard that. Because um, that's how I'm going to rehydrate at 8,000 feet after sweating like a mother. And um, that's a healthy choice, right? Oh, my goodness. I would not recommend putting noon into your Shiner Bach. I don't, I don't think that's... <laughs> I actually have... I do have a noon. I have a noon with a, I have a raspberry or a triberry noon in a glass here. There's that. Oh, you're double fisting it. Look at that. Yeah. So I have I have both. I am rehydrating um, in a in a smarter way. But uh-huh. yeah, that's been my day. How about you, Sarah? How was how was your Christmas? Oh, Christmas was good. Today is the first sunny day in quite a while. You know, I have been building an ark for the past several weeks because of all the rain we've been getting in the Pacific Northwest. But um, so and then, of course, it's a rest day for me finally after about, oh, I don't know, a week and a half of not taking a rest day. So I'm like, oh, it's sunny. I want to go outside. So I've been like, oh, I'll go back out to the recycling bin. I'll take some stuff out to composting and just making little trips <laughs> outside. Um, Creating. I got to go see if that squirrel's in the tree. I got to go. <laughs> I mean, there's right. things I gotta see. Right, right. Oh, I'll, I'll take the bags back to the car because you know that way they'll be waiting for me the next time I go to Trader Joe's. So, um, no. So we have had a very, very nice holiday. It was, um, I deem it, our most successful Christmas ever. There were no tears, very little griping, very little bickering. And I take it back. That is awesome. I take it back. Actually, there were a few tears, but they were happy tears. And um, I wanted to share. Wow. That. I, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wanted to share that tale in that, you know, I had um, said on our last podcast that I was getting for Phoebe the, the grand kahuna of all gifts in her mind, which was um, tickets to see Hamilton the musical and a tri- it's opening in Chicago and I believe San Francisco this fall next fall um this fall since this is airing on the on the first day of 2016 uh so it was a gift certificate to get her tickets to the show you know airfare to one of those cities and then hotel and the ticket her companion traveling companion is me so i got her like i said this really awesome shirt from this uh creative website and i got her the source material book the hamilton biography the um and so which is this just meaty tome of a book it's more than 800 pages and i could tell she sort of was like holy cow yeah yeah oh and it's you know like a lot of words on a page it's it's you know it's dense stuff and so i gave her so and when she got the package you know out from under the tree and the twins are like mom look at this mom look look at it i'm like no i need to concentrate on her opening this gift and so i'd wrap the shirt and the book together and the um gift certificate that i'd had a friend make up so it looked all pro and good. I had folded it and put it in the middle of the book. And she's like, oh, I don't understand. It's squishy on one side and hard on the other. I'm like, oh, well, you know, open it up. And, you know, Daphne's mom, mom, mom. I'm like, just wait, just wait. And so so Phoebe opens it and she loves the shirt and she's looking at the book. And, I, you know, she was a little like, hmm, okay, book, okay. And so I said, oh, what is that, like a bookmark or something? And, you know, like I hadn't practiced that line several times. <laughs> I know, I was going to say, that's called leading the witness, I think. Yeah, 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 your honor. And uh, so she unfolds the gift certificate and she looks at it 
And she looks at it, looks at me, looks back at it, and she gets tears in her eyes and she says, Mom, is this for real? And I, oh, and I said, I said, yeah. Oh. And I said, yes, it is. And I just start, and she just, I started tearing up. She threw herself into my arms and just oh. was clinging to me and just, and she just wasn't saying anything. And I'm like, we're going to have the best time. It's going to be so awesome. I love you so much. This is, so, you know, we're just going to have the greatest time ever. So it was, I'm getting all teary remembering it. Yeah. It was, it was just really, I mean, it was amazing. It was amazing. And, and I mean, it was a huge, it's a huge splurge for our family. That is not something we do. And, um, typically, and it just, I just, when I had the idea, I thought, yeah, this is the thing to do. And her reaction to it, I was like, oh, I'm so glad I thought of this. I'm so glad I did it. So, yeah, so now I just have to hope that the ticket gods are with me for uh, getting yeah. get, getting great tickets. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Wait, can I share a ticket god story with you? Yes, please. I um, love quickly, it. Yeah. And then we got to get to the podcast. Yeah. But, um, but uh, so Adele is coming here oh. in July, coming to Denver, not Granby. <laughs> um, and my mom had texted, you know, I have two sisters. She texted the three of us saying, I'm going to try to get tickets. Does anybody want to go? And of course, like, yes, yes, yes. And they came on up for sale, I think the Thursday, like the Thursday before the Christmas break started, the holiday break started. And, um, you know, and I was not available to try and get in those stupid electronic lines. Mm-hmm. And I, um, and Sarah, my sister, was at the Children's Museum, so it was Megan and my older sister and my mom trying to get on. Mm-hmm. My mom, of, not of course, but she had no luck. She was probably, you know, <laughs> um, you know, giving her dogs extra special love. And um, and um, and Megan was like, Ugh, I didn't get it. And my mom texted an, an email or texted, and she said, Oh, I just hate, you know, that those stupid handlers get in line and they jack up the prices, you know, mm-hmm. and she's all, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, angry at the angry at people. And, um, and Megan's like, Yeah, I know. And so then we're at Megan's house on Christmas Day, and Megan gives my mom a certificate that says, you know, we're going to go roll in the deep. Oh, my gosh. um, And so, yeah, so Megan had gotten two tickets. Uh And I was like, oh, wasn't this a package deal? Like, aren't all four of us (laughs) supposed to go? And she's like, I only could get two tickets. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. And, of course, I'm like, yes, you and mom go, of course. Have a good time. Uh And then we're sitting at dinner like an hour later. And Megan pulls out two more certificates oh, no way. for me and Sarah. Oh, yes, my gosh. Sarah and I. I was like, oh, my gosh. So, yeah. So, I get to go see Adele, which is amazing. What's more amazing. I mean, I'm, ex- I'm very excited for that. But Megan is the worst liar. Cannot keep a secret to save her life. So, like, the fact that she did that. I mean, texting obviously helps because you can't see her face right. turning beet red. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so, that was but really fun. So, yeah, yeah that was that was a good uh, surprise for me. I know. And then if you say she's a bad liar, yet she was able to convince you that she only got two tickets, at least for an hour. Well, that, that was that good was work on Megan's one. part. I, yeah. Yeah. That was the best one because we were all in there and I was like, oh, okay. You know, and then like, and, and I, you know, I, and I mean, I'm very excited to go, but you know, I, you know, I, it wasn't like breaking my heart that I couldn't go, you uh-huh. know? So, uh-huh. um, so yeah. And so that was my, uh, that was my, it was a ticket kind of Christmas, it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ticket to ride. Yeah. <laughs> That's very exciting. Awesome. That'll be very exciting. Wow. Coveted. I can't believe she got four tickets. That's amazing, too. I know. Well, because I had some friends try to get them, you know, for, I had other people texting me saying, oh, you know, I'm going to try to go with my daughter. Do you want to come? And I just didn't even reply because I was like, yeah, good luck. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, well, good. Well, good. Well, hey, we've got um, such a big show that we kind of have to get started. Excuse me. That was a Steinerbach burp. (laughs) Um, 
let me uh, let me introduce what we're going to do today because it's so exciting. Um, we're going to look back at 2015 and then kind of cast forward a little bit to 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to talk about our own personal experiences as well as mix in messages from other runners. We want to thank everybody who sent in voice memos. I love, love, love hearing those. Don't you, Sarah? Oh, Every time so one comes fun. in, I'm like, oh, sweet. I want, oh, what's she doing? Oh, good, good. So, um... We're going to share a whole bunch of those, and we apologize in advance if you sent one in and we couldn't get to it. Um, you know, that's just, unfortunately, we can't make this an, a four-hour-long show because um, I need about four more Shiner Box, and then I'd be drunk. <laughs> um, so uh, it's a good problem to have. Um, but let's start with one from two gals who both ran the Flying Pig Marathon. Hi, this is Casey. I'm in Cincinnati, Ohio, and I have three kids, 10, 8, and 5. My running goal for 2015 was to run a full marathon. I ran 26.2 in Cincinnati's Flying Pig Marathon in May. I had run several half marathons after starting to run just a few years ago. Uh, When I first started running, I didn't even think that I would be able to run a 5K, so I was pretty proud of myself for running the full. Never thought I'd do it. This is Angie calling from Indianapolis, Indiana. I have three children ages 18, 17, and 11. My goal for 2015 was to run my first marathon in under four hours and 30 minutes and not to walk any of it. I completed that goal in May at the Flying Pig Marathon. Woohoo! So if you are Cincinnati bound this spring, just a quick side note, we are going to have another Mother Runner booth at this year's Flying Pig Expo. But before we start talking about our 2015s, let's hear from another mother runner, Laura, who also had a debut marathon in 2015. Hello, mother runners. My name is Laura, and I live with my husband and my seven-year-old son in Glenside, Pennsylvania. My accomplishment for the year was running my first marathon 445 days after I did my first Couch to 5K workout. I ran the New York City Marathon to honor the memory of my brother, Danny passed away from fibrolamellar hepatocellular carcinoma when he was 29 years old, and my family and I raised over $4,000 for research in Danny's name. Between the support of the Find Your Strong Marathon Challenge participants and with Fred's team, I had the best first marathon experience ever. If you ever have the admittedly crazy urge to run 26.2 miles, you should run them in New York. If I can do it, anyone can. Looking forward to training for marathon number two with you ladies in the new year. Yeah, so after hearing from those ladies, uh, we turned to our own year, which was a, a year of very few races for us, Dimity. Um, <laughs> no, I was like, what do we have to review? A broken ankle and um, what? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, oddly enough, going into 2015, it was one of my goals to actually not do any races uh, in 2015. And so then, why, um, and, and I'm just curious, why did you have that goal? Because I want to, I, I tell myself that I run for the love of running and being outside and, and being with, you know, my running buddies and, and that sort of thing and being outside the house. Um, and, uh, I just wanted to see if that was true. And so I just thought, okay, I'm not going to do any races this year and test that theory test that theory yeah a year-long test yeah Yeah. and so then um you know then mother nature made it really easy for me to test that theory because of you know getting multiple fractures to my ankle on may 1st and surgery may 6th and um yeah 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 so um, so did you did you not do any races at all before may 1st that's correct yeah Mm mm-hmm 
Wow, so you didn't do any races. So you oh. so you met your goal. I mean, the universe heard you about your goal. They, she just had a different plan for you. Yeah, well, I, there's the asterisk, because I did jump into the final 10K of Chicago Marathon. So I was in a race. I, I didn't cross the starting line. So I guess, you know, I... That's, I yeah, that doesn't count. That doesn't count. Oh, you don't that's think like, so? Oh, okay. Oh, no, because you didn't... I mean, that that's the 26-mile race. You ran six miles of it. Sorry, that doesn't count. <laughs> okay. Since it was a big old race setting, I figured it was. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So so no races for me, but um, yeah. So, but now I'm now I'm back running. So I, you know, let's not relive that whole awful, uh, terrible. Well, no, I mean, so line. yeah, I mean, I think we need to re- unpack it a little bit, Sarah. I mean, how are you feeling about it? Is your is like, like on a scale of one to ten, how often do you feel it now? Oh gosh, um, one. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, you don't, and, you don't notice it at all. No, and and you know, it's funny because I feel like like with so many things, there's plateaus, and I and if you'd asked me two months ago, I probably would have said, oh, like a two. And I thought, oh, this is so awesome. You know, this is so great. And now things are even so much better than they were, you know, two weeks ago even or three weeks ago even. I mean, I um, like sometimes when I um, uh, like walking downstairs and kind of that forward flexion to get my other foot, you know, to be like balancing on my right foot and getting my left foot down to the next step. Um, I used to sometimes feel a little bit sort of toward the right front of my ankle. And now I don't feel that at all. And I just feel a lot more agile in my feet and then particularly in my uh-huh. right foot. And I've been working a lot on that, like just silly things like, um, you know, using my hand to push at my toes so that, um, you know, cause I get a lot of flexion one way from running, but then they don't kind of curl down. So I, you know, curl my foot down or I push on the ball of, um, under my big toe, um, and just kind of pull my toe down. You know, it's all very boring stuff, but I do a while I watch TV and, um, so, um, I don't know. And, and just, you know, I roll my foot a lot, some, you know, uh, on my trigger point therapy uh, grid. And um, yeah, I mean, I just, I don't know. I felt like there was like a real breakthrough on my final session of physical therapy. So, um, so it just feels really, really good. And I have, um, you know, by the end of the day, I used to have more swelling than I have now. And, um, you know, it does. Oh, and also that, that my foot, finally, I looked at my feet the other day. I was barefoot. I'm like, hey, Jack, look, my feet are the same color. Because for the longest time, my right foot just kind of looked just not right. And, Sickly? Uh, yeah. Like, just a little, um, like, maybe a week ago, I, like, soaked it in beet juice. <laughs> it was just, like, kind of this <laughs> remnant of this reddish, purplish color. And uh, so now that's gone. And, and um, oh, and even the scar on one, particularly on the inner side of my ankle, is really fading um, quite well. So... Um, time time heals all wounds, Sarah. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. It does. It does. So, and I, you know, I've been, I, I work pretty hard at, at um, making uh, sure that I have mobility and flexion and, and all those things. And um, so, yeah. So, and I start um, training for Boston on Monday. So, um, and we'll Woo! Get, yeah, yeah. We'll get into a little bit of that maybe. So. Maybe, maybe yeah. casting forward. Awesome. Yeah. Well, here's a voice memo from Kate who took, the opposite approach to racing than you, Sarah, this year. This is Kate Edenborg from Menominee, Wisconsin. I have one daughter. She will soon be eight. Um, And this last year, my accomplishment was doing one race or run each month. And I completed that, um, my 12th run on 12-12 of 2015. And I was very 
as I look back, I am kind of surprised that I kept with it. It kept me going all year. Um, everybody congratulated me on it. Um, and it was kind of fun to, to post it on Facebook, and it definitely kept me accountable. Um, so I'm looking forward to next year and trying to figure out what my next goal will be um, for 2016. Um, but definitely the key thing is to have something that will keep me accountable, um, and I'll look to the, the tribe to, for suggestions and accountability. All right, and here's another voice memo from a mother runner of three who turned 40 and became a runner in 2015. Hi, this is Lauren in Philadelphia. I'm the mother of three daughters. My accomplishment for 2015 was starting to run for the first time. I turned 40 this past year and decided that I wanted to really increase my fitness, and I started by working out in all different ways. Finally, by July, I figured that I was ready to start to try to run again. I had never really been successful at doing it in the past. I absolutely loved it. I don't know what happened this year, but it just clicked. Uh, I've been running ever since. So far, my longest distance is six miles, and I've just been running happy and for the joy of it. It makes me feel accomplished and strong, and it's just been an absolutely amazing accomplishment for the year. Can't wait for more good running things to come in 2016. All right, Dimity, enough about me. Let's, uh, enough about me and enough, enough about, about your Lauren and Kate. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, Lauren and Kate, me, 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 yeah. all day long. Yeah, so uh, you had a few triathlons and, and at least a half marathon in the year, right? <laughs> you know what? I don't, I was like, hmm, I think I got to remember back here. Um, so I had one triathlon and one half marathon. Um, I signed up for two triathlons, but. Okay. I, careful listeners will remember that um, my daughter had an important swim meet the same morning of that and I opted to be at the swim meet instead of the Outdoor Divas Triathlon or actually it was a Tribella Triathlon that's what it was called Um, but I had a really really good um, Olympic Triathlon that's right I did that in um, gosh I think it was May Mm. and um, I came third in my age group I remember that and that was big for me because I You know, it's funny that you have this break that seems so severe, which it is. I mean, it's severe. It disrupts your whole life. I don't deny that at all. But it's the niggly little injuries that are worse than the breaks, I swear. Because, you know, at that point, I had been off since, um, you know, before the Philadelphia Mary. I've been off since October. Mm -hmm. So I'm Mm -hmm. going into May. So that is seven. No, what is that? Eight months? Eight months? Mm-hmm. And I was yep. just coming up on running a 10K. Wow. Like my, my practice run for that that race was five miles with four minutes of walking and, or I'm sorry, four minutes of running and one minute of walking. And you finished third in your age group. You're an animal. I, well, that's because I'm, I'm a good swimmer and biker. It wasn't the run, trust me. <laughs> the run was very hard. But I do remember hanging in on the run. It was one of those finish lines where you were like, Oh my gosh, I have got to run to Kansas and back to get to that dumb finish line. And um, I just remember it like going like curve, 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 because it was a little bit on a trail. So, um, you know, you hear it and you hear it and you hear it and then you finally get to it. Um, so anyway, but that was a good, good thing. And, you know, I kind of go back and forth between should I really go for triathlon? Because I think that that, you know, I think I'm suited to that physiologically. Um, but kind of spiritually, I'm kind of drawn towards trail running. I just love to be out on the trails. I mean, there's nothing else like that at this point for me in my life. And while I like triathlon a lot, and I like, of course, you know, finishing high in my age group and 
you know, I love going fast on the bike. Mm -hmm. Um, It doesn't have the same kind of, uh, I don't know, what's the word? Kind of finish, I guess, or like pop or, you know, it doesn't leave the same sheen on me as trail running does. Mm -hmm. Um, So I had some good, good trail runs this year. I mean, I got to go run a little bit on the um, Superior Hiking Trail, which um, the... The um, the abbreviation for it is the SHT trail, which I just love. The sh- <laughs> it's kind of the shit trail, but not really. The shit trail. Um, so that I got to go run up there when I was at Grandma's Marathon when we were at the expo there. Mm-hmm. And that was just amazing. Um, I had some good runs with my friend Katie here, who's an ultra runner. And then I did. I, I entered the half marathon here, which is called the Bear Chase um, or Bear Creek Chase, Bear Creek Chase. Um, and that was <laughs> really, really hard. Oh my gosh, it was so hard. <laughs> Come about mile uh, again, like you know, coming back, coming back. I think my longest run, I can't remember. I think I was around eleven miles, and it was on the road oh. in the trail. You know, you're gonna put that. You know, give yourself at least between a minute and two more minutes per mile for mm-hmm. that, if not more. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think my finishing time for that trail marathon. I want to say it was like 223 or something. I mean, it was one of those ones where I was like, I've got, again, it was another finish line. We're like, where is it? It's got to be there. It's got to be there. It's got to be there. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it had uh, three water crossings, which was really fun. And that was, I really, I love, I enjoy those. So, um, so those are kind of my two race highlights, I guess. Oh my gosh. So, the, so thinking back to the, though, to your trail running versus triathlon, how about you start doing like Xterra or something like that? I would, but that involves mountain biking. And I just have a collarbone that I just know is ready to just be snapped in half. Pick me, um, pick me, I'll break next. I know, right? (laughs) I just, I am not a mountain biker. I just, I don't have that sense. On the road, I feel okay. I mean, I know obviously you can always hit something, hit a pothole, hit debris or whatever and wipe out. But I just feel like mountain biking, especially in a race situation, Mm -hmm. you know, in Mm -hmm. a trail race, you do definitely get little you know pods of people and it feels crowded and of course there's a chance that you're gonna trip but you know you can always just step to the side and walk yeah and you know you can always you know that's that's always in your control mm-hmm. where in a mountain bike it's not like you can just like be like okay i'm gonna veer off right here oh there's a tree ah! you know like i just don't <laughs> feel huge like drop off and that was the last yeah. we ever saw of dimity yeah <laughs> exactly so <laughs> i just i don't know that's not my um if there was like a you know if there was the the what's it called when you just do the the if you, if you get away from this do why am i do a duathlon or aquathon? a duathlon yes a duathlon in xterra with a with the swim and the run which is i mean it's never gonna happen oh so an but... aqua an aquathon with a with a trail run yes yes mm. yes let's get, get after that that's that's the market that has been untapped right, yet right? right right i've enjoyed the reason aquathon is on the tip of my tongue is because like i said it's been so rainy here that uh one morning when molly and i were running we just went through the, the biggest puddles like there was no getting around them and i was like oh it's like we've done an aquathon like we've swam and then we go running <laughs> <laughs> there you go aquathon i know i was thinking duathlon yeah um yeah. So yeah, that's that's why I would not do that. Uh huh. Huh. Well, I don't think you don't have to, you know, make a big decision. You know, you don't have to only go one or the other. You can always, you know, I don't know. Oh, I can switch back and forth, and that's kind of the beauty of it. You know, I mean, yeah. that's that's what I that is definitely my mo is I never, I I don't like to do the same race more than once usually, and I really like to just kind of switch things around and have an adventure. Like that's kind of. 
like I said, where I am in my life right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, nice. Nice. Well, that leads us right to, then to a message from Judith, who shares a snippet about running her bucket list marathon this year, and it sounded like an adventure. Hi, Mother Runners. This is Judith in Maryland. Got three kids and had a great time running this year in 2015. I got to run my my bucket list marathon this year. Not the New York City Marathon, not Chicago, not Boston. Um, I've always wanted to run the Mount Desert Island Marathon up off the coast of Maine. It's literally run on an island um, in October. And I trained here in Maryland on the hills and did a great training plan got to the the start line feeling healthy and strong. The the colors were beautiful. There were boats out in the harbor. Mountains were just gorgeous and challenging with everything that I thought it would be and more. Um, I started and finished feeling strong and just one of those things I've always wanted to do. Super happy to get it done this year. I'd like to have a shout out to my my best running friend, Wendy, who, despite a myriad of injuries this year, um, joined me for a lot of my training runs. She would um, catch me in the beginning, middle, or end of my runs and help me to get through some of those really grueling long runs in the summer. And she was a a big part of making this um, bucket list marathon dream happen. Thanks so much. That sounds cool. Uh, Mount Desert Island, like mm-hmm. an island marathon. I could do that. It's a marathon. I've actually, it's on my bucket list, but uh, it's so far away. And um, yeah, I don't know. Listening to her talk about all the hills, I was like, oh, okay, maybe, maybe not. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah. What goes up must come down though, right, Sarah? That's the beauty of hills. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, so let's transition from 2015 to this year. So let's hear from Patty, who's a mom to human and fur babies. And then let's also hear from Christy, who's a mom of seven, who has a really unique, commendable running undertaking in 2016. Hi, I'm Patty from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. I have one four-year-old daughter, two furry children, and one husband who occasionally acts like a child. My biggest accomplishment for 2015 was successfully completing my first ultra marathon and a trail ultra at that. I was over the moon to be able to take something off of my bucket list and to do it with my best running friend. I absolutely cannot wait for 2016 to see what's in store. Hi, I'm Christy, and I have seven kids. Three of those are biological, and four of them are stepkids. And yes, it's busy in my house. Uh, I'm calling from Houston, Texas, and I just wanted to talk to you about my 2016 goal for running. I want to bring more purpose to my running. So instead of just running for me, I want it to make a difference with my running. So um, I will be running a charity event sometime in April, and I'm training towards that, where I'll be running 10 miles every day for 10 days for a total of 100 miles in 10 days um, through 10 cities in the United States, working my way from Texas to Pennsylvania. And the reason for this is to raise money for the girls who were kidnapped last year um, from uh, by Boko Haram. And so, yeah, that's my goal. I just want to actually make a difference with my running this year. Thanks, guys. Okay, well, Dim, Patty's message leads us perfectly into what you have mentioned before as your big 2016 racing goal. So share your ultra plans with the gang. 
Well, wait, we have to go back because Patty is the one who ran the naked 5K. Oh, she is. In Tales from Another Mother Runner. Yes, she no is. Way. And I've read that. I've read that all across the country. <laughs> so I'm just wondering, Patty, if you ran that naked, that first ultra. <laughs> or maybe like maybe it was kind of like a, a strip tease kind of situation where you like finish ten miles and you take off dun, your shirt dun, and then dun, you finish. Dun. another 20 and there goes one sock and like by the end you're like a big sweaty mess (laughs) i know right well congratulations that's awesome that's very cool and um yes i mean patty and i are aligned in many ways although i will never run naked um (laughs) but i do have an ultra on my list which is really hard for me to believe but um but there's so many pieces of it kind of coming together that um, it's kind of, it's about the race, but it's also not about the race. Um, I am going to, well, on um, Sunday night, as Train Like a Mother dot club is going live, it's also in the lottery for the Superior Hike, the Superior 50K is opening. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I am hoping to get into that. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got Joe, who is um, a Minnesota Bammer who wants to run the 50K with me. She and her posse of Minnesota Minnesota runners ran the 25K last year and just loved it. Like heart, 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 heart. I mean, it is a hard race. It's um, super, the terrain is very challenging, Mm -hmm. but it's really, that's the fun, you know? I mean, it's, 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 um, again, it's just a different perspective on racing than Mm -hmm. a road race or even like, an ultra where you just do like laps not just but you do laps or something like that like it's definitely an adventure so So, sunday night we are going to try to get in um and if we don't then we don't and we will um come up with plan b but if we do get in i mean like i said it's a whole bunch of things coming together joe has um an amazing cabin on lake superior that um i uh, denise and i got to stay in when we were at the grandma's expo and grandma's marathon um, so we get to stay there and like, you know, we're out skipping rocks and just, you know, there's no TV, the Wi-Fi, well, the Wi-Fi works, but you don't have to turn it on. You know, it's just this like very serene experience. Mm-hmm. Um, it's my Minnesota roots. I mean, I just, you know, I couldn't say enough good things about um, my home state and my um, Minnesota. So like I get to go do that and, and Duluth has some great memories for me. So there's just... I mean, it's, it's about the distance for sure. I mean, you know, going 31 miles is not going to be easy for me. But um, but at the same time, it's really not like I don't think of it as like training for a marathon or training for, you know, Boston or even, you know, just a plain old road marathon. It's just it feels very different. It feels like it's um, just like I mean, I've said it before, but an adventure, just a, a fun, a fun new chapter. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Nice. Nice. And so when you talk about the course, so it's not um, a loop, but does it ever repeat back on itself or is it just kind of? Uh, a- it's, a, it's an out and back. It's an mm-hmm. out and back. Yeah. So the, I think the 25K and the 50K go at the same time. Mm-hmm. And um, I, or maybe, maybe we start earlier. Um, but yeah, so you definitely pass people, you know, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's out and back. So, um, so yeah, so you climb and you get to come back down. <laughs> <laughs> and it's uh, basically sea level. And I think it's level. about yeah, it's at sea level, and um, I think uh, I don't know that much about it right now, but I feel like it's less than five thousand feet of climbing. Which, yes, that sounds like a crazy a lot, but not for an ultra. I just I just swallowed that incredibly large amount of spit when you said five thousand feet of climbing. <laughs> Again, like yes, it's hard, but it, it, there is this thing, and if you haven't done it, and you know, and if it's not appealing to you, then you don't need to try it. But if it's interesting to you, I mean, it takes the pressure off, right? You, in an ultra, you're not running the whole time. 
-hmm. you're hiking, you're stopping, you're fueling. Like it's not, it's not like charging, charging, charging all the time and looking at your GPS wondering, you know, if you're going to make your time goal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, certainly that, that, that is part of it. And especially if you do have a time goal, but you know, for my first one, I'm not going to have a time goal. I'm just going to go and, you know, eat some gummy bears along the way and look at the lake and take pictures and, and, you know, hopefully get there with no injuries and a smile on my face. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Well, that kind of reminds me then it leads right perfectly into this voice memo from Janet, who um, talks about in 2016, how she's going to enjoy the racing experience and focus less on a time goal. Hi, I'm Janet from Cheyenne, Wyoming, and I'm the mom of two grown boys. My biggest running accomplishments for 2015 were running my youngest son's first full marathon with him and my oldest son's first half marathon with him. My main goal for 2016 is to focus more on the experience and the fun of running and racing and less on the finish time. And so I got to say, I'm, I'm right there with um, you, Dim, not focusing on time goal and with Janet uh, on focusing on the experience um, and that's for going to be my attitude going into Boston. Um, that that's my only race that I have on my 2016 calendar. And, um, uh, yeah. So I start training on Monday, the fourth, that's a big, big day around the, uh, around another big mother. <laughs> I know. Hopefully I'll get into, you know, superior, although they don't announce for a while, but, but are you, do you think you'll do a tune-up race going into Boston just to kind of see possibly, I mean, I, possibly be out there? Possibly. Yeah. The, um, there's, I know there's a whole bunch of mother runners meeting up at Austin marathon and half marathon a, in Texas. And th- like, I don't know, about a month or six weeks ago, I was like, yeah, I'm totally going to do that. And now suddenly I'm like, oh, that's a really long way to go for a race. Um, so I don't know. We, I'm, I'm, there's no shortage of races here in Portland. And uh, I was going to say, you can, you know, find something local. Yeah. I think, I think by there's local, some running Sarah, races. By in, local. Yeah. Right. I think they have some running races here in Portland, Oregon. So uh, that will all take shape. I'm talking to um, my coach, Bree, our coach, um, uh, on the first, uh, so this Friday, and we're going to plan some things out. And so I, yeah, I'm sure that topic will come up whether or not I do a tune up race. And, but I'm all about, uh, you said earlier, you want to finish with a smile on your face. That's definitely one of my big goals. And two, I am very cognizant of wanting to not do damage to my ankle so that, you know, yes, I might limp for a couple days afterwards just because my quads are sore, but I want to be fine once I recover from the marathon itself. I don't want to be putting myself into a hole with my ankle because um, just from the from the moment the ankle thing happened, all, all the medical practitioners were like, oh, it takes a year to get over a, a bad fracture of your ankle. And so uh, it'll be, Boston will be um, about 50 weeks after the break. So, oh, those two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta tell you, it, within. No, no, that makes sense. I mean, you know, you definitely need to be cautious. That's a, that's a good attitude. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but we had some, um, some neighbors over last evening, um, the um, kids, quote unquote, who are now in their 20s, who grew up across the street from us. And I've talked about um, one of them, Paul. He's the one who did so well at Portland um, a year and a half ago, Portland Marathon. And so he'll be at Boston 2016. So we were talking a little bit about it. And, um, uh, Jack mentioned Jack like decided to chime in about my race times like I'm not sure he'd I really didn't even think Jack knew this fact he goes oh yeah well Sarah's uh Boston was her PW and Paul and I kind of look and I realize that Jack is that's now made up a term which means personal worst um and, <laughs> and I'm like oh those encouraging husbands yeah, oh, thank you, thank yeah. You. yeah and um but I so by not only did he 
I was I was kind of impressed that he knew that that's my slowest marathon, the 2012, because it was 90 degrees during the race, and that you know I don't know they came up with a clever phrase and I don't know so in some perverse kind of way I was like oh look he pays attention, um, so so I I very much hope I'll beat my previous Boston time and um, your yeah. previous personal worst <laughs> yeah, or if you yeah. get a new one then hey it's a new record right, right. That's, that's I got good. a new PW. Either way. <laughs> yeah that's awesome. yeah that's so, awesome yeah well hey if you are if you are thinking about austin um and you don't like the hills that is not the place to go i oh. have run that race and i remember quite distinctly especially the hill right at the end oh um i remember looking at a guy next to me or you know running next to me and mm-hmm. i was like what is this the effing tour de france <laughs> it's like oh my lordy child so oh my just God. fyi okay that's, but that's cool i'm excited for you to head back there i think you're gonna have um i think you have the right attitude i mean what's harder for me um to kind of visualize and that's just because of the difference between the boston marathon which is you know such a unique um experience as mm-hmm. far as people that get in there and the quality of runners there mm-hmm. versus a trail race you know mm-hmm. and the trail race will have it just has a different vibe to it so like it's easy for you to be like oh it's all good you know it's all, you know i'm gonna <laughs> right. eat some gorp and climb the hill and walk up it where where you get into boston and you the intensity oh. is obviously a much oh different level and so that's i mean if you can stick to that goal in boston i will be um very impressed yeah i mean you know i'm not i'm not i don't know i'm not gonna suddenly start to like oh i think i'll walk the next mile i mean i'm not gonna you know dial it back that much but um you know i sort of feel out of my league anyway the, the one time i've done boston before i was like oh yeah uh, i'm a borderline imposter here you know with this gang and i just remember i got to stay at like the host hotel last time it was quite a deluxe treat and um i just remember standing at the waiting for the elevators and it was you know it was a really long wait and i was you know i don't know six inches taller than even all the men who were there and like (laughs) 60 pounds heavier than all of them and i just always wanted to wear a shirt that said i qualified too and i got here for real yeah yeah yeah. so um yes yeah like i was talking about that with paul he was like he um was saying that he's gonna stay halfway out to Hopkinton where the race starts and get a ride there and he's like oh I don't know is missing the bus ride out from Boston which is typically the way you get out there he's like am I going to am I missing a big opportunity I'm like no 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 it was I was so sad on that bus ride and lonely and just you know all this stuff so yeah yeah it's um, the same thing at, at the Iron Man I mean at the you know you gotta just kind of stay in your own head and you're like I belong here I did mm-hmm, the work mm-hmm. I will you know prove myself on race day you know mm-hmm. but it is I mean the intense and that's that's the other part of triathlon that's probably why I you know kind of you know blip in and out of it is because if I lived in that world all the time I think it would probably not be super healthy for me Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah yeah so we'll well, let's speaking in Boston let's hear from a mom of four in Maryland hi my name is Kimberly and I am a mother of four I live in Potomac Maryland and my big accomplishment of 2015 was joining the Finder Strong Marathon Challenge and getting a PR in the marathon of 15 minutes, going from a 3.55 to a 3.40 and qualifying for Boston Marathon. I used to be fast in my 20s before kids, before everything else, and uh, I never thought I would be quote-unquote fast again. So it was a huge accomplishment for me, and I really thank 
the Find Your Own Strength Challenge and all the support and advice I got from the group. Um, it was my eighth marathon and by far my, my best and my most memorable and the one where I really felt the strongest. So looking forward to a fantastic 2016. I mean, I just love hearing from Kimberly because she nailed that race. Mm -hmm. And certainly her time is impressive. Like I will, I, you know, I will never run a 340. I will never qualify for my next age group up in Boston. (laughs) But what I love about it is that she was so, um, she, we actually turned her Facebook post into a blog. It's on um, anothermotherrunner.com. And she listed all the reasons why it worked so well from her why why that race worked so well for her and it, you know it included like strength training it included um you know having a mantra including not letting herself off the hook i mean it was just mm-hmm. a whole bunch of things that she did that um you know at the end of the day created a successful race it's not mm-hmm. like you can just stand you know as we all know you can't just stand on the starting line and be like okay i'm gonna do it it's it's you know it's an 18 week process and mm-hmm. to have it come together like that is pretty dang cool yeah, yeah. It was, and it was fun. You know, I've, I so vividly remember the image of her that we shared in that post and everything. So that was really fun to hear her voice with it, too. So it really kind of put it all together. So, all right, Dim. So a few weeks ago, you made a comment on the podcast that uh, you had had an appointment with a physical therapist. So I want to know, what are you working on with your PT? And how does that factor into your 2016 plans? Oh, well, I mean, this is going to be like a whole nother podcast, probably okay. another time. Okay. Um, but um, but long story short is that I met um, a woman named Mary Catherine Fleming, who was a mother runner and a coach at Zuma Colorado Springs. Um, and she is a force. She has got a ton of energy and speaks so fast. Um, but like long, again, like long story short is she does, she trains people here in Denver and she does training by heart rate. And I've always been intrigued by that. So she, of course, was like, oh, yeah, yeah, we got to get you started, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, okay, MK, okay, we're going, we're going. And so um, <laughs> so part of her, so I'm actually not going to use Brie. I had dinner with her the other night um, and, and had got a chance to catch up with her and um, explain to her um, that I'm going to try some heart rate training. And, uh, and of course, she was very fine with that and excited for me. Um, but... Um, the thing that MK, Mary Catherine goes by MK, talked about was um, going me going to see a physical therapist before mm. I started training with her, just so we have like a baseline of where I oh, am. Okay. And, you know, we talked about my foot, you know, I've talked about my foot. It's been over a year. I am not as diligent as you are about physical therapy um, for a lot of reasons. And uh, so I was like, okay, you know what, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this right. And so I went to go see this physical therapist that MK recommended and he was awesome. Um, and it was also super humbling because he, um, we looked at my feet and I mean, oh my God, it was so embarrassing because I, <laughs> I said before my orthotics, you know, I haven't really been wearing socks and my orthotics hadn't been resurfaced in a while. Uh-huh. I mean, like, I don't even, I wouldn't even put those in front of Grant, like, let alone this man that I've never met before. Like, they're just this stinky, like, grimy mess. I'm like, I'm really sorry. Hopefully you won't kick me out. Um, but anyway, you know, so we looked at my feet and we looked at my balance, which was miserable, just oh. miserable. Um, and then he tested my hip strength, which is just like, you know, lying on your side, push up one leg, you know, raise one leg, and then he tries to lower it as you mm-hmm. try to keep it higher, right? Mm-hmm. You push against mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think my eight-year-old, eight-week-old 
niece Jenna has better hip strength than I do. I mean, somewhere I just I just lost it. And so um, I started, you know, I started on super basic like clamshells, leg lifts, mm-hmm. um, standing on one foot. Um, I did I put one picture up on Instagram that is um, like you're walking on a tightrope, like mm, one yeah. foot in front of the other. It mm-hmm. is really hard. Have you, have you tried doing that? I haven't tried doing it, but I remember that picture. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you should try it. I mean, because what happens is it engages your hips, your glute minimus, which is that stabilizing muscle on the side of your um, bum. on your uh, side of your butt. Yeah, your bum. Um, so I just started doing all these things um, and not, you know, of course, like they prescribe, you know, six days a week knowing that you're going to do three. And um, so I, I've been doing it pretty regularly. And uh, I got to say, so I went back to see him like five weeks later and my foot like, so mine, you know, on a one to 10, I mean, I don't think it's ever been below a five since oh. I've been injured. Wow. And, um, and somehow like getting my hips in balance and strengthening them, like I'm down to like a three, which wow. is crazy. Cause I haven't been even working on my foot, but it's all that interconnected stuff. Right. Yeah. So like, yeah, that's amazing. I can walk. Yeah. I can walk around barefoot now. I mean, I couldn't do that. I mean, the thought of that before would just send me wincing. Oh my gosh. Like I can walk around with no shoes. I mean, it's crazy. It's like, I'm like, oh, come by the snake oil, do clamshells. But so, so that's, and that's, that's a long story. And, um, and I'd love to talk yeah, at some point yeah, about her definitely training wanna... and about, about the, um, about him and, or just, you know, just about, you know, those couple exercises that make such a difference. So, um, so yeah, so that's, that's a, a super kind of long-winded way of, why I'm, I'm going to a physical therapist. Oh, okay. Well, good. Well, that was, that was interesting. I'm glad we went down that road, Dim. So yeah, no, oh, and we will definitely talk about heart training one time because I am very intrigued with your journey with that. And, and I know that there's a lot of people who listen, who uh, ask us questions about that. And sometimes we come up a little bit empty in that department. So I'm pleased that you'll be picking up firsthand knowledge yeah. and expertise on that. So it's the interest of research. It's in the interest, you know, you did your study of what, <laughs> of not, not running for a year and I'm doing my study of of yes. heart rate training. Oh yes, Doctor Doctor McDowell, how is it going? Yes, 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 exactly. Uh, you keep me that heart rate under one hundred and forty, which is really, really hard, by the way. But that's for another time. Well, let's let's listen to this message from Pam, a mother runner who drew inspiration for her approach to running from a talk. Oh, look at me! I'm reading your line, Sarah. <laughs> I, I gave I gave in Hartford last October. I got to go to the Hartford Marathon and, and do a fun event at the Hartford Club. Hi, my name is Pam and I'm from Northford, Connecticut. I have an eight-year-old son and a seven-year-old daughter. And what I'm working on is a goal that I have for myself for 2016, which is to remind myself that good is good enough. It's something that Dimity had talked about during the girls' night out meetup in Hartford, Connecticut last October. And she also mentioned to us to enjoy the now and not to get stressed from running. So that's been my goal from then forward to enjoy my running, not make it a chore or not stress out over when I have to get out there and run, how far I'm running, if I'm running fast enough. Um, I've actually started including my kids in my runs so that we can do this as a family and they're seeing this as a lifestyle that I include the running in my life, which they've seen from a very young age. So from this point forward, I'm working on that. So 2016, my goal is to know that good is good enough. I might not be the fastest. I might not go as far as I want to on every single training run, 
But the fact that I'm out there running and doing what I enjoy is what's most important to me. And if I can run with my children, that makes it even better. So Happy New Year, and I am looking forward to 2016. All righty, and now let's hear from Sarah in Canada, who was inspired for her 2016 race by a quiz in our second book, Dim, uh, Train Like a Mother. Um, and she got mostly Bs on that quiz. I think I looked it up. It's on like page 11. I don't even know if you remember that quiz in there, but it's, you know, are you ready to race type quiz. Uh-huh. So here is Sarah talking about that. Hey, another mother runner. It's Sarah Middleton in London, Ontario, Canada. I'm the mother of two boys aged eight and nine and sending in my goal for 2016, which is to run my first half marathon. The reason I set this goal for myself is I've been looking at a screenshot that I saved to my phone after reading one of your books this summer. I took a quiz, got mostly B's, and this is uh, what it said. Unsolicited advice. Give yourself the goal of doing a race longer than you think you can. We believe in you, and you should too. So I saved that advice in my phone. I'm taking it in 2016, first half marathon. Let's wrap up by having Jen, who's a mom from Maryland, transition us from talk of 2016 to the challenge corner. Hi, my name is Jen and I live in Rockville, Maryland. I am the mom to an eight-year-old boy. In the early part of 2016, my goal is to run a half marathon under two hours. I look forward to working towards my goal using the AMR training plans and challenges. Oh, that magic sub two hours, huh? That is such a... I almost wish it was like an odd number, you know, like magic 157, because then it doesn't kind of roll off your tongue like that. Like it's two hours, four hours, the marathon, you know, like there are these... Right. Super, you know, those markers are are tough, but we can help you get there, Jen. We can absolutely help you get there. Yeah, yeah. All right, Dim. So we have been alluding to January 4th. Talk us through the challenge corner this week. Oh, January 4th. It's going to be, it's more important than Christmas in my life. It's more important than January 1st, more important than May 3rd, my birthday, March 4th, your birthday. Oh, thank you. It's a lovely, lovely day. What's going to happen on January 1st? First, fourth, fourth, first. First, all the shiner okay, box. Okay, beer. Need another beer. Um, so on January fourth, trainlikeamother.club, which is the actual URL. We're all tricky with the dot club. Mm-hmm. Um, we want a dot badass, but we weren't sure if that would, you know, get the search <laughs> results we wanted. Um, so, uh, so trainlikeamother.club opens. Um, is going to be home for our training po- programs and home for our mother runners heading towards a fitter them or a finish line we've got a range of training plans from the five weeks stride into the new year which is all about just keeping moving no race at the end to the 18 week marathon program we've got um two 10k programs a run and a race program we've got three 13.1 programs half marathon programs a run walk one a run one and a race one i think i'm, I'm putting jen on the race so Get your jets fired up, Jen. (laughs) Um, All the plans will include access to Train Like a Mother Club, where we'll have miles of resources, as well as a private Facebook page, a private Strava club, and um, a seriously stocked swag bag. 
Um, and a big thing with this year um, for our challenges, we've lowered the prices. We are pricing the challenges at 50 cents a day for training. So the marathon is the most expensive and that clocks in at $63. The stride yep. through the new year or stride into the new year is um, $17.50. So mm-hmm. we really wanted to get to a place where people can um, fit them into a family budget and still be part of the amazing force that are our challenges. Um, and then they can, what, Sarah, they can buy a T-shirt and metal if they want, but exactly. that's optional. Exactly, yeah. So to keep the price down, we added, we decided that the, you know, some people feel they have enough T-shirts in their drawers or metals, you know, stashed in the drawers along with them wherever they keep them. Um, so that, but if people do want a T-shirt or a metal, we will have those available as extra add-ons. And so if you get our daily email newsletter, you'll receive the full details on Monday morning in your inbox. Otherwise, if this all sounds very appealing to you, be sure to go to trainlikeamother.club next month, next Monday or next week to check it out and register for the training goodness. And so our song is Jump by Van Halen. And that's We're jumping back to what, 1984? Yeah. I, I bought that as a tape. You oh know, my goodness. Tape. Nice. Cassette tape. Nice, nice. And you played it on your uh, Walkman. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and, but I chose it because I think uh, that everyone listening should jump into one of our 2016 challenges on our new train like a mother dot club site. And we've got so many announcements right now. I just, so keep, keep listening. Really good, good news, big news coming. Mm-hmm. Um, because I am focusing so much on trainlikeamother.club and making sure that everybody has an amazing experience, we're going to bring in some different voices to the podcast over the next few months. I'm going to be co-hosting the show about once a month. And on the other shows, Sarah is going to be joined by one of four other co-hosts. Um, Sarah, who who else is who's taking my place? Oh, no one can take your place, dear. Oh, dear they can't. They can drink beer though and be on the podcast at the same time, right? <laughs> they can, or we might serve them. I might serve them noon down here. Um, okay. Yeah. So, um, so in addition to you, um, uh, rotating in the co-host chair will be Molly, my best running friend. Ellison, who is another running friend of mine here in town, who people might remember as the woman who always co-hosts the Summer Reading Podcast. Uh, We're going to have Adrian Martini, who I hope readers know from um, Martini Fridays and now Dry Martini. And then also Christine Hinton, who is the coach of all the Train Like a Mother plans and all of our plans that we've propagated around the world. So, um, yeah, so like next week, uh, Coach Christine is going to be co-hosting to talk about uh, planning your race calendar for 2016. So it's going to be a ton of fun. And, um, yeah, we just got it's going to be a really, really exciting year for us. So Totally. Well, and we and the good news is that um, – I'm going to be on every week in the challenge corner, right? Mm-hmm. Because I'm going to be so knee deep in the train like a mother crowd that I get to call oh, out. Um, knee deep, you are going to be you are going to be up to your eyeballs in delicious I was challenge say up to fun. My newly, my newly strong hips, right? Yeah, my newly definitely. strong balanced hips. <laughs> definitely, um, definitely. Which is you know 36 inches, so that's that's pretty deep. <laughs> pretty um, deep, yeah. And then also, um, we will have uh, three special podcasts, of course, during the challenges, which we will. 
I will be hosting with Sarah um, and Coach Christine and some other experts probably to- as well. So, mm-hmm. so I, um, there's plenty of plenty of there's always plenty of me to go around. <laughs> there is always plenty of dimity to go around. Yes. Yeah, so She's yeah, a tall so you- drink of water. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah. So as Dimity said, um, she'll always be um, reading the challenge corner on each show. So you'll hear her uh, Minnesota lilt every show. So um, so we've so enjoyed hearing from you all via these voice memos and we also love conversing with you on social media so please follow us on twitter we're at the mother runner as well as at dimity on the run and at sbs on the run and if you're looking for inspiration for your 2016 goals we suggest you get copies of our books that was plural right copies (laughs) not just one spread them around uh run like a mother train like a mother and tales from another mother runner so many happy miles to you this year might as well jump jump (laughs) (laughs) She's a Van Halen man. Mm